Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Today we have Champ Parinya, who is a hyperdimensional artist and yogi currently living in a meditation retreat in Thailand. He is the creator of the Great Awakening Map and teaches Ascension Knowledge and Zochen Meditation on Instagram. You can find his accounts at 5D underscore awakening underscore consciousness and at Zochen Yogi. Download and explore his awakening map at awakening5d.co. We want to welcome you to Flow Space. Um, I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. If you can just share with us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Thanks for having me on your podcast. My name is Champ Parinya, and I am a hyperdimensional artist and a Zogchen yogi. I used to live in. California, but for the past four years, I've been living in Thailand. So this is where I practice in a meditation retreat house. And everything that you see on Instagram and all of my artworks, I still create every day for my audience. So if you see my work, then you have to know that it's coming from Thailand and not from Los Angeles anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool that you're living, um, you know, like you're living out the lifestyle that so many aspire to be living. Yeah. Yeah, I had to live in Southern California my whole life before I had that urge that I just couldn't live here anymore. I had to go somewhere new. And whenever you are in a spiritual awakening, part of that journey is forcing yourself to be in a new environment so that you can be exposed to new situations and and new opportunities for your own growth and for an adventure. So everybody who is in their spiritual journey, no matter where they are, I always encourage them to move to a new city or just go somewhere new and you will find so many new fortunate things that the universe will just drop for you. Yes, and it's so fitting because we actually just started a book club and the book for June is The Alchemist, which is a book that um, we both previously have read before. And the section that was like assigned for today's book club meeting was um, actually speaking about moving to a new location. It's the part in the book where the main character uh, follows the omens and it leads him to a new city, a new place, and he's beginning his journey. So it's so fitting. It's so timely. Yeah. And what drew you towards Thailand specifically? My ethnicity is Thai. So it was easy for me to find a place to live here because I have two passports, American passport and Thailand. And I never visited Thailand when I was was younger. But as things 
work out. The universe just made everything happen and timed perfectly so that when I got to that point in my life where America, I had done everything I wanted to do, I finally was given this opportunity to move somewhere new. And I was lucky enough that it was Thailand. It was so easy to just come here and find a place to live. And everything was taken care of. <laughs> wow, that's that's like this perfect story of perfect alignment, <laughs> yeah. divine timing, and everything in one. Like when I used to live in um, Los Angeles, when I would manifest my future, I would always ask the universe to just send me something that would make me the happiest. And I never had like an, an intention of where it should be or um, or how it should occur. Because when you manifest, you just put out the intention, but you don't keep track of like how it's occurring or else you may mess it up. Your mind is going to, you know, try to judge the events that you're seeing and it may, may or may not like them. So you just need to surrender and realize that, um, because I had thought that Los Angeles my was my final destination, but that was just the stepping, first stepping stone of my journey. And Los Angeles was the moment where I was able to leave Southern California. And then, like I said, I went to Vietnam and I went to Thailand. So this is where I am now, but I'm not, for certain that I'm going to be living here forever because I just want to keep moving and, and exploring new places in Asia. So uh, that's where I am now. And I would probably ask you girls, like, where are you living now? And what is the most, like, what are you guys into in terms of the, the spiritual journey? Yeah. Um, well, we reside in upstate New York currently. And our spiritual journey is um, has begun quite a few years ago now, and it's relating towards mastering the art of being. Um, so that's what we are currently in pursuit of through various practices that we aspire to integrate fully into our experience to maximize what our um, purpose is here on Earth. Um, so that's where we are now and what that looks like on a day-to-day, -day, I feel changes as we learn and grow um, through who we have on the podcast and our everyday experiences. Uh, but it's really about raising our everyday awareness and living mindfully and intentionally, knowing that we are the co-creators of our realities and we hold the power. So it's all about um, practices that help us remember that and increase our remembrance of what we lost um, through adolescence and being born mm -hmm. and experiencing human life. Yeah, just kind of coming back to the true essence of who we are and what we're here to do. Yeah, very beautiful. I was born in Manhattan, but I never lived in New York. I was maybe like one or two years old until my parents moved to California. So my whole life has been a Southern California boy. And I was, when I was having my spiritual awakening, my first like exposure to like the concept of beingness 
was through studying the Tao Te Ching. And it's a very ancient and mysterious teaching of Lao Tzu. And if you study the Tao Te Ching, it's all about beingness, how to be without being, how to do without doing. And with this study of like first exposure to like duality and non-duality, I was able to live a life where it was effortless. I wasn't trying to make it something that it wasn't. And that also meant that my ego that I had built my entire life, you know, that was something that has always been like a struggle, you know, when you live in like a place like America, you know, ego is everything. You know, it's an individualist country and you are always trying to make yourself into something unique that other people aren't. Or another extreme is that you try to fit in with everybody and you just try to do and wear and buy everything that's cool until you just come to this point where it's just too much, you know? <laughs> like you don't know, you don't know what else to buy or what to do, it's just too much. So beingness has always been one of those things that you learn in the spiritual journey. And it can take so many forms. Uh, meditation is one of the most powerful ways of learning how to be in life. It allows your mind and your consciousness to change its perspective, its perspective on the world and your own ego. And as your ego begins to lessen its grip, then that's when you start to have, you know, spiritual experiences. You start to glimpse enlightenment because you're not so attached to your ego and you get to see and be in a state of what is called awareness that is beyond yourself and beyond <laughs> ego. It's just an awareness that enlightened masters refer to as the non-dual state of mind. There's so many fancy names for it. But even the Tao Te Ching will touch on this, but in a very subtle ways. So um, I study a lot of Buddhism and I'm a Buddhist yogi now. So our meditation practices are always about this beingness of releasing the ego, finding the true self, um, and then cultivating this sense of bliss and peace that comes from practicing these states of meditation. Yeah, and I feel like you really gave such a thorough description on what it is that we're trying to really master where it becomes part of our everyday life without thought like it's just part of us um because as you mentioned the ego it can be so present when you're not fully aware of it and how it might show up it looks it shows up in different ways right so as soon as you become familiar with how your ego shows up you can build that relationship with it where it's no longer in the driving seat of your life and you allow yourself to remain very present without the ego aspect. Um, and I always like to point out, like a lot of people hear the ego and sometimes like associate a very negative aspect to it, but it's just part of us here during this human experience. 
it serves its purpose. It's just building that um, healthy relationship with your ego will allow you to be very mindful and present and just be. Mm, yes, when you learn to observe the ego, mm -hmm. then you can see it. You can see it do its thing, and when you observe it doing its thing, you just realize, like that's not something that I want to be involved in. It's something that I can appreciate, but I don't have to agree to everything that it says, because the mind is always talking. Mm -hmm. Even if you are like a master meditator. Um, your mind will always have thoughts, it's something you can't stop. But when you observe these thoughts without, without believing or agreeing to them, you just are fascinated by them. And sometimes they're just such ridiculous thoughts, or sometimes they're like really beautiful thoughts, no matter what they are. Um, with the meditation that I practice, you just are amused at whatever arises and it allows you to just relax and rest and not be so attached to all the thoughts that are in the mind. And that is how you can have a healthy relationship with the ego is that it's not something, like you said, it's not something that you fight against or something that is negative. It's just something that you don't have to invite <laughs> for tea you know there was a famous quote by um, Zen master Suzuki and he said you know your thoughts come and go um, just don't invite them for tea or something like that meaning yeah. <laughs> your thoughts will always come and go but the minute that you grasp onto them and you think that they're real and that it's you who's thinking them then that creates the aversion of either I like this thought or I don't like this thought. And once you have that type of duality of like or dislike, that's how you end up with happiness or unhappiness. And if you just sort of extrapolate that from the beginning of your life until now, think of all the times that you've had thoughts that you didn't like and that created a discomfort within yourself. And that discomfort is what we're taught to transcend. So if you study Dharma and Buddhism and, and meditation practices, such as like, um, you know, tantric knowledge, tantric meditations, all of this is all about just watching your mind without being involved with it. And seeing through is being through. So <laughs> that's just a little, <laughs> a little rant about yeah. it. No, it's so great. And it really brings to mind like the different levels of consciousness as you were speaking about the happiness and the unhappiness, like things that are perceived to be good or bad. I know that um, in certain levels of consciousness, when you strive to develop your, your consciousness, there is a point where we no longer operate from that space. It's just we are existing and what we think manifests immediately and everything is um, perceived without that attachment that the human mind places on it. And I do have a question in relating to the ego. When do you feel the ego is in service to us since it is a part of us during this human experience? What would you say is the purpose for the ego? 
the ego is there so that it can show you who you are. But most people are not ready for that. So they'll live countless lives after lives after lives for countless eons. And they'll never really understand the true purpose of their self beyond the thinking mind. So when we are in meditation, that's when we're in this state of, usually it's like a state of silence and you're able to be calm no matter what type of thoughts are occurring. So in this sense, the ego has been doing its thing over and over and remembering all of your past lives. So who you are today is determined from all of the struggles and challenges that you've been through. And your, the personality that you come into this life with isn't just some random personality. It's something that has been snowballing, you know, bigger and bigger and bigger until this birth into this life. So that ego that you're talking about is something that has been constantly accruing karma. And when you are fortunate enough to become a human, you can have a spiritual awakening experience that will allow you to, for example, find meditation or find teachings of the Dharma, which will allow you to slow down your life, realize that there is something called mind and ego, and then realize that a lot of the suffering that you've had in your life or from past lives is because of this ego. You thought it was part of you. You thought it was a real identity, a solid object, but in fact, it was just an illusion the entire time. So once you are able to have a true spiritual awakening, you become an enlightened being. Once you are able to notice the ego and then realize that I don't have to believe anything that it says, I can just be in this state of equanimity where it's always blissful and peaceful, no matter what the circumstances are in my, my life. And I think that enlightened uh, teachers share this type of teaching with us because this is the key. It's no more suffering in your life, regardless of the outer circumstances. So your state of being is just always blissful, no matter what. And I think that at the moment of death, that's when it really matters because your consciousness um, at death, it's going to go to another life. And if your ego is in a state of fear at death, it's going to determine what type of life you come into. So we're lucky to have been born humans, but sometimes you may not be so lucky to find a human body. You may have to be reborn in lower realms or even sometimes in higher realms where you are born as a god, but sometimes gods are like warring gods. And it's not always a place where you're going to be able to find teachings of the Dharma and want to meditate and want to learn about the ego. So this is like a long story about like what ego is and what it's been and what it does. But from my perspective of studying Buddhist Dharma, um, 
it's just how I see the the ego. Wow, and that's so profound, really. Like when you mention at the time of death, where our our mind is can determine how we enter into our next life. That's so powerful, and it really reminds me of um, stories that I've read of of um, enlightened people who have mastered, you know, their consciousness in a way that even after they die, like their heart space stays warm for a few days, I think like three days. And, um, you know, they're left undisturbed. Nobody moves them. But there's certain physical aspects of dying that doesn't occur immediately to these people. Like they don't um, go limp. They don't have rigor mortis. So I think it's so cool because even like if somebody has any questions about like what's being said, there's actual proof in this physical world to show um, evidence that backs this up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One of my most favorite topics um, on the Great Awakening map, I think you ladies may know what that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my favorite topic is called the rainbow body. And when enlightened masters die, there's a few ways that their bodies will show signs of attainment. So one of the signs that you just mentioned is like the heart space stays warm for three days. This is a sign that a practitioner has gone to the pure lands and pure lands are higher dimensional realms of consciousness that you can travel to after death. If you have been practicing um, some sort of Dharma in your life, such as loving compassion, or if you're a Buddhist, um, your meditation practice throughout your life will prepare you for the moment of death so that you can go to pure lands or you can go to whatever higher dimensional realm you want. So that's one way of dying. Another miraculous way is that the body will shrink down over the course of a week and it shrinks down into like a tiny doll figurine size and during this time, rainbow lights will be emitted from the body and they will be seen throughout the sky and people will have like uh, telepathic dreams with the person who passed away and so many other supernatural miracles occur throughout the village. Um, this is re referred to as the rainbow body and it's my most favorite thing to study and to share and to practice how to attain these states of being. Um, most people don't realize that Vajrayana Buddhism is the path that most easily teaches how to attain these states of being or how to enter these pure, pure lands. So on the spiritual awakening journey, most of us, um, most of us aren't really aware of these states of being unless they encounter teachings of Vajrayana Buddhism. So it's a pretty rare thing to meet other Vajrayana practitioners. But wow. the more that I share these kind of things on Instagram, the more that people are learning about them. So it's a very like sacred topic. 
So you have to be careful, like how you how you present it to like a wide audience, such as my um, 5D Awakening Consciousness. And I think you girls probably found me through Instagram or the Great Awakening Map. Yeah, right? yeah. A few years ago, I was actually um speaking about it last night, like trying to recall the memory of when I first came across it. I nice. think it was in like 2019, um, early 2019 or late 2018. And I don't remember exactly who put me onto the Great Awakening map, but I recall like finding it and just being like, wow, this is so many topics of things that I've heard before. Um, and I was, of course, overwhelmed. I was like, how do I even begin like learning this map? Because my curiosity and interest, I just wanted to learn every single topic that's on the map. You know, like <laughs> I wanted to start Googling, but then I found like you start Googling some of the topics on the map, you don't get the truth. So then I went to, you know, like different websites, like DuckDuckGo is one of them. And I would just try to like dive as far as deep as I could surrounding some of the topics. Um, but there's so many. So it is one of the questions I had for you was going to be like how when somebody comes across the map, like what do you recommend them doing as a first step? And also what the Great Awakening map is. Awesome. Like the Great Awakening map can be entered in from so many directions. Like uh, with this particular podcast, um, you girls are asking me like what it is. <laughs> and what was the other question? Um, like when somebody does come across it, how can they best uh, navigate the map? Oh, uh, yeah. The Great Awakening map is designed to like awaken you by shocking you into all of the topics in this world that may be so outrageous or so mysterious or so mind-blowing. For myself, there was no map, there was no like Instagram um, when I was having my spiritual awakening, which was like 12 years ago now, maybe even 14. So when I was living in Los Angeles, I was watching YouTube videos like every day of all of these researchers that are named in the map. And these researchers would talk about consciousness and supernatural states of being or things that like are occurring in space that are like secret and nobody knows about or I was really lucky that I was watching this researcher named David Wilcock, and he was talking about Tibetan Buddhism and Vajrayana Buddhism. And that's how I learned about the rainbow body. And that fascinated me, like, for my whole life until now. And just like you said, like, there were so many things that you saw on the map that you just wanted to study everything. And that's how I, that's how I came to create the Great Awakening map is because I had listened to all of these researchers for so many years and I had seen this big picture view of reality that involved consciousness and government conspiracies and health and like supernatural, spiritual meditations, pure lands, hyperdimensional realms, psychedelics. I had seen this big picture view of reality and I had to I had to share it because you know I I'm an artist and I'm a designer 
so sharing knowledge is just it's just second nature for us so that's how the map came about you know as an artistic creation to awaken humanity as quickly as possible um the map is an artifact that just exists and it's designed to it's it's, it's designed to make you question everything that you've ever seen in your life because the topics on the map are not things that you learn in school. And there's a good reason for that. Because there's, as you may know, there is a deliberate agenda by the elites of our world that don't want us to know anything on the map. Because if we know the topics that are on the map, it allows us to become supernatural beings. And the people in power don't want to lose their power. It's just a simple answer as that. They don't want to lose that ego that they've built. And that's why it's just so important for everybody to have some sort of spiritual awakening now on this planet at this time. Because as we were mentioning, or as we were discussing earlier, the ego can make you into somebody that you're not that you aren't supposed to be, or you never wanted to be. So a lot of these elites who are in power, they have no idea that it's their ego that's running amok and creating all of the, the chaos for people like you and I. So <laughs> anyways, just what so I'm funny. trying to say is that if the elites in power could have a spiritual awakening experience like we have had, then it would make their hearts softer, you know, and they would become more loving people and they wouldn't want to do all of the crazy things that they're doing to hurt this entire world and everybody on it. So that's why we have to uh, realize that, you know, it's we don't go after these people, but we have to have compassion for them and realize that they haven't had the type of, you know, awakening experiences that we have. They haven't been taught the concept of beingness so that's our job you know and from this podcast you know we are just having a conversation of how we can help this world through the types of things that we've we've learned yeah and i just want to take a moment to express so much gratitude for you for creating this map because as you said um you know prior to me coming across the map uh, I would say maybe like in 2015, 2014 is when I really started my spiritual awakening journey. Um, and I used to be so into so many of the concepts, you know, things that can be considered conspiracy theories. And I didn't have many people to share these ideas with. Um, you know, like you said, we're not taught these things in school. So many people just live believing whatever is being televised or broadcasted in mainstream media and things like that. Um, so when I came across the map, I felt a sense of community, even though I didn't know anybody who else, like who was actually using the map. But it allowed me to see like, no, you know, like there is truth to what you believe deep down in your soul. And it was very encouraging, like to keep going. So I'm so grateful for this map. I'm so grateful for you for sharing all that you share on social media. I think it's so beneficial for everybody and just to help aid us in increasing our consciousness as a collective society. 
Yeah, and it also affirms that there's no one person having these experiences, but it is a collective effort. So it does um, amplify that sense of community because it could be very isolating um, coming across these um, different topics for the first time, not having anyone to relate or share these um, discoveries with. Yeah, and like when you do decide to share, like people are like, oh my gosh, stop it. Like, what are you saying right now? Yeah. And you're like, no, there is a secret space program. Like, no, there is this. <laughs> How did your journey begin in relating to in relations to that? Like, did you have support around um, your enlightenment journey or was it more of a solo thing until others got on board? Like, what did it look like for you? First of all, thank you girls so much for for even like looking and finding the map. Because just from you telling me that, it, it made all of the work in my life, like it made it have a purpose. I, I just made the map and put it out there. And I was hoping that other people would find it because I was also alone on my journey. You know, like nobody in my life had any idea what I was into or what, of, what kind of trouble I was getting myself into. <laughs> so, you know, like everything that you that you mentioned is is what I wanted the map to be. Um, I wanted you to find it and realize that there's other people like you and I who are into these topics, but we don't know how to share it to a mass audience because so many people have been so brainwashed and indoctrinated to just be in fear of everything that's not mainstream. And when, you know, when we have discussions such as this, it just goes to show that there's so many people out there who have bits and pieces of the truth, but they just don't know how to put it together because they're just so busy with life and paying bills and just being caught in the matrix, the rat cage. And it's just so hard for them to escape. So what we're doing right now, having these sort of like conversations, this is the way to escape the matrix. And I encourage everybody listening to to do the same as things as we are, is to share the information that you've come across, make websites, make podcasts, make social media accounts. Instagram is a wonderful way. This is the way that you're going to find others who are just like you and who are putting the pieces of the puzzle together just like you are. And the more that you have fun on this journey, the more that you're going to find your true self. Yes. And to add to that, um, like for whoever is listening, whatever you create you know, like, because um, when creating on social media or having some sort of platform, again, like the ego can kind of start talking a little bit louder and create some expectations that don't necessarily exist. So you don't have to. And I, I love how you pointed out, Champ, that you created the map and just put it out there for whoever to find it, um, because the message will be received by whoever it's meant to be received by. You don't have to set some like unrealistic goals for yourself, like, oh, I need to reach a million followers or I need to do this or that. Like whatever is meant to happen will happen. 
just by you being your true authentic self and being in your power. And I really love the mention of having fun through the journey. It reminds me of the quote that you have on your website. The great awakening will not be televised. It will be spread through memes by awakened individuals such as yourself, which I think is such a great ad because it speaks on the fact that we are here to have fun as well even though there are so many things to discover that can be um, such a shock to the system and it can be overwhelming. Uh, but it just, it's the emphasis of having the fun throughout it, I feel is such an important note to add as well. Yeah. And like, as you say, um, having fun, because something that you mentioned in the beginning of the conversation was existing in a state of blissfulness. So regardless of what's going on on the outside, you maintain that inner fun or blissfulness um at all times so it's beautiful yeah and it only amplifies that experience to be an um, outward to have it come across by other people to amplify the bliss within them Mm -hmm. through our beingness Mm, thank you the one of the greatest teachings that i received when i was quite young on my spiritual path was from this channel named Bashar. And I'm not sure if you girls are familiar with him, but he's like an alien channel, channeling. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't usually listen to channelings, but the knowledge that he shares is just so mind blowing and so incredible. And it just goes on for years and years. You can just find thousands of YouTube videos of, of his teachings. And I, I literally was just listening and listening for years. And he taught me how to pursue joy every moment of my life. And what that means is you are constantly doing and choosing the most exciting thing you can think of at every moment. So sometimes it can be something so simple as like getting up and getting something to drink from the fridge, like something really delicious. And then after that, you think, okay, what am I going to do next? Sometimes it's so simple as maybe I'll just go on Instagram or maybe I'll go outside and take a walk or maybe I'll take a drive. You know, you just keep doing it over and over and over without worrying about money, without worrying about time or whatever. And eventually months pass and years pass and then a decade pass. And then you realize you're living the life of your dreams because there's not a moment that you're not doing something that you truly love. And isn't the life of your dreams supposed to be that way? Like there's never a moment that's dull. It's always the most exciting thing you can think of. It doesn't matter if you're on vacation or if you're whatever, you're always in that state of bliss, no matter what. So spiritual awakening, you come across so many types of teachings from so many different places and beings and some beings are not even even of this dimension like Bashar I was talking about um you know I eventually moved on to like new teachings and eventually Buddhism and Vajrayana Buddhism but all of the teachings that I have found most enlightening are the teachings that teach you that no matter what happens around you always be at peace because it's not only helping yourself, but it's helping the entire world. 
So all of the teachings that you will ever come across, the best spiritual teachings and the best masters, you will always come back to this, this, this teaching where it's about being in this state of bliss no matter what. And that it's somebody um, Deandra and I had met in Sedona, Arizona. They were saying that all teachings are always going to be sharing the same message. So that really puts the emphasis on it. Um, and when you hear a teaching that sounds like it's straying from what you just explained, that's when you can be like a little bit weary and know that it might not be um, pure and light. But essentially, all of the great masters, teachers, enlightened beings have always promoted that same exact message. So it's really understanding it. And, and it's a simple message. But, you know, here on the human experience, um, we can tend to overcomplicate it because then we start to let fears get in the way of that. You know, like we will choose not to engage in something that we really want to maybe because of a financial struggle or something, you know, we're worrying about planning for the future, saving something for the future, and then we take ourselves out of the moment, the present now. Yes, there's always like, there's always a chance for us to to just, <laughs> oh my gosh, I lost my thought. What were we talking about? <laughs> it's okay. I'll come back if it's meant to. So I do have a question. As a whole society, where do you feel we are along the Great Awakening journey? There's so many ways we can think about that question. Um, I think that as a collective, as an entire planet, it's obvious that there's an awakening happening because so many people are into things like organic food or changing their diet or finding new ways of like making themselves healthy because the corrupt medical system hasn't been working for not just for years, but for like generations. Um, awakening in terms of health, for example, is one way you can look at it. And in another way, like the whole macro scale, it's just that people are are fed up with governments and they want this new way of life. And there's people who want a new financial system. There are people who want a new, uh, a new fashion trend. There's just so many things changing all the time, showing us that people want uh, a life where things are better whether it's like a new electric car, so you're not polluting as much or something like that. There's just so many ways to view awakening. But as we talk about the great awakening, it's more of a, a level of consciousness where we are aware that there is something that's called consciousness and that we can study it and become it and learn how to become better people. And this is just a thing that's happening on our planet because of all of the cosmic cycles and workings of how the universe it just is. It just happens that our planet is going through this awakening right now because it's been planned, it's been written in the cosmic, whatever you wanna call it. And we are so lucky to be here at this time because it's a transformation that's happening no matter where you live. You can't hide from it. It's going to affect your consciousness in miraculous ways. 
And that is why we are having these tests of discussions today. We're all awakening at different moments of our life. Now, for someone who might be listening, who um, is at the very beginning of their spiritual awakening journey, um, what advice would you give someone who might be struggling with pursuing things that they really enjoy and then having some sort of fear-based mindset, whether it's a scarcity mindset or anything that really prohibits them from embarking fully on their journey? How can someone just jump and surrender and trust? The, the journey is always about learning how to overcome fear. Like that is the number one thing that you will become really good at. So just practice. Um, practice, like go out by yourself, enjoy having a meal by yourself. Like don't have that type of fear where you're worried about what people think of you. And once you begin to appreciate being alone in solitude and practicing self-love, that's when magic starts to happen. That's when you start to realize that you don't have to be living life as the scaredy cat that you were, you can become an entirely new person who is confident and miracles happen to them every day. Like you can choose that life. And I think that spiritual awakening helps people find that path where good things are happening and bad things are not happening like they used to. So my advice is just learn how to overcome fear in little small ways you know every day just small steps practice little things like like what i mentioned um, and put yourself out there and be confident and know that the universe will always send you a miraculous timeline for your life you just have to know that it's coming and don't doubt just know that it's coming and use your mind in a positive way like always have positive thoughts always think positive things about yourself Always think positive things about your future and your positive vibration will attract a positive timeline for your life. Now that's I love that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing those um, first action steps that anyone and everyone can take. Now I feel that that speaks on um, where in the Great Awakening map talks about Earth being a master school for spiritual awakening. Could you elaborate a little further on that? This is a quote from Dolores Cannon, and she is the greatest past life hypnotherapist um, of the spiritual community. So she has had over 10,000 clients, and these clients will share their past life information with her when she is doing the hypnosis techniques with, with them. So all of these people, when they are in past lives, they come to Earth because it's a challenging place to be born. And it's a place where souls are able to evolve quickly because Earth is such a challenging place to be born. It's just full of negativity and really challenging spiritual situations that allow the soul to evolve and to grow and to overcome 
challenges that aren't available on other planets throughout the entire universe. So one of the most fascinating things that she discovered is that all of these souls, all of these thousands of clients that she's had under regression, they all say similar things such as Earth is a master school for spiritual evolution. And it makes so much sense why our world is so crazy and why there are so many different forms of spiritualism and religions and so many distractions and so many, just so many people with so many personalities. Like on other planets, the, the extraterrestrials who live there, they don't have the type of personalities as humans. It may be like a planet of just a very similar personality, or it may be a planet where everybody is just like an ascended master and they're not having the types of negative challenges that we have. So when a soul is born on Earth, they are able to graduate the spiritual school very quickly because they're able to overcome the very dense and heavy emotional challenges that humans, unfortunately and fortunately, have to go through. Yeah, and that kind of um, brings to mind for me when we say that things are happening for us, not to us, it, it uh, resonates with that because it's like everything is happening in our favor regardless of what it looks like. Um, and it's just about it being a master school for our awakening. And if we accept that as opposed to falling victim to it, it'll help us um, continue along our journey. Yeah, it's empowering mm -hmm. that perspective to have, especially when going through the thick of it all having that awareness of that truth of what is actually the reasoning behind it all mm -hmm. it can really set someone free mm -hmm. the craziness of our world is what sparks spiritual awakening if it wasn't for the challenging times of my life i wouldn't have even cared about this type of information you know i was like uh you know when when i was living as an artist in la you just have this ego of, of creating for yourself and you just want to focus on your own, I guess, your individuality, you know. But when you start to have a spiritual awakening, you start to like let go of all the things that you thought you cared about in your life and you become a new person that that is just so different from anything you could have ever imagined. And you realize that this is who you truly were, but you just got so lost in all of the distractions of this world. And that's why this world is known as samsara. Samsara is the term for the realm of suffering because we just are trapped here and we don't know how to constantly stay happy. We have to keep falling and climbing and falling and climbing, which is part of the human condition. But there comes a time where enough is enough and you just are like so done with depression. You just want to learn how to get out of it forever. And that is, you know, that is how I became who I am today is from having that courage to just say no to like depression. Like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> mm -hmm. and you know the journey takes you it takes you to to the magical worlds 
Yeah, I resonate a lot with what you're saying and sharing because um, I always explain it to people. Usually your awakening your happens after some sort of like traumatic event or some kind of great suffering, like you mentioned. Um, and then it's that realization that you no longer want to continue existing in that energy field and you want more for yourself because our souls know what we're deserving of, essentially. It's something deep inside of us that we know Um but we just allow the mind sometimes to distract us from that. And until you really feel it and yearn for it, something just automatically will switch inside of you and your journey begins and you follow those signs and the different things leading you closer to your truth. Yeah, such great gratitude for all the suffering that has allowed for the moment to be what it is now. And it's just so wonderful to have that realization of the connection that that suffering has served in allowing now to be what it is. Yeah, it takes it back to everything's always happening for you, yeah. not to you. You're, you're never a victim of the circumstance or the situation. And it's just a good time all the time when you're alive, if you allow it to be. <laughs> yeah, if we are, if we're having challenges, always realize that the universe is trying to show you something. It's trying to move you out of, your comfort zone so like when I was uh having like I used to have really bad like acne and I was like so depressed about it and it was just the universe's way of pushing me out of living in Southern California and it pushed me into a new world where I was just in a new environment I could heal I could find new ways of like caring for my body changing my diet you know exploring and discovering meditation and that those first steps are what led me further and further on the journey to you know the new life <laughs> where I'm actually studying and learning how to attain those light bodies that we were talking about or any type of like state of enlightenment it doesn't matter if the light body is activated or not in this lifetime but i thought these things were just like legends you know of when we're in when we're in our childhood we hear or we watch movies like star wars and we think that you know the force is something that's just science fiction but as you get older you realize it's all real and you really can levitate and you can really use your mind to, you know, move objects and you can really have supernatural abilities like a Jedi. So, yeah, it's so <laughs> and it's cool. Cool. yeah, it's so cool. I encourage everybody to just keep on going and never give up because they will always find a life more amazing than they could have ever imagined because the ego can only imagine just so much, you know, but it can't imagine like the true life that you deserve. That's why it's really important to meditate and learn how to calm the mind in ways that will allow you to become a better person without all of that emotional, mental baggage that you've been stuck with your whole life <laughs> because you didn't know how to meditate. Yes, yeah. removing the karma associated with all of that that's preventing us from the ascension that we all seek. 
And it's it's funny when you were talking about the Jedi and how that's an attainable reality for us. It reminded me of when we first experienced telepathy for the first time. Uh, uh, Jerrica and I and someone else, we were having a conversation, awareingly, the three of us, um, telepathy, with telepathy. And it was so cool because it was the realization of, wow, like these are things that I've seen in shows and movies growing up that I thought were so cool and they're actually attainable. Yeah, and I like to always point out things that we see in movies or like fairy tale books, um, we're made to believe that they're not real. And I, I truly believe it's kind of to keep us away from our power because as mentioned earlier, like the goal for whoever is at B trying to keep everybody like in line out of their power for their own ego purposes. Um, it's like anything that you see or think or imagine, feel that it can be real. Like if it's real for you, it is real. And the more that you believe in that, the more that um, the universe will show you that these things are real and are possible. Yes. And if it's imagined, then it shows that it is attainable. Mm -hmm. And it's funny how um, the perception on these fairy tale things are perceived like that, just like that, like as a fairy tale and it's hiding in plain sight. So going back to the rainbow body that you're in pursuit of achieving, what are some practices that you're currently implementing um, to achieve that? The rainbow body is very fascinating, but it's not the goal. The goal is to attain enlightenment by practicing, you know, compassion and, and attaining wisdom. And the practices that I am currently doing have to do with um, with Dharma, all of the teachings of the enlightened Buddha and other enlightened Buddhas who have come along the way. So these practices involve meditation and learning how to see other beings as yourself. When you start to realize that everybody is a part of you, you are less likely to yell at them or to gossip about them because you have developed an open heart and open heart practices are key of dharma so this is why um, things like the rainbow body occur is because once you have an open heart this love is so powerful that it begins to show the illusion of reality. The heart is this great wisdom that will show you the truth of reality. And when you see the truth of reality, you are able to make it anything that you want. And that is why many Buddhist masters have attained supernatural abilities Um, such as levitation, walking through walls, telepathy. Um, You know, they have a lot of clairvoyant. They can see past and and future, all sorts of things. Like the list just goes on. Um, These are just things that happen along the path, but they're not the goal. The goal isn't to attain these abilities. The goal is to become an enlightened being for the benefit of of all sentient beings. So I hope that makes you (laughs) curious for the Dharma and for other people to pursue it. 
in this lifetime because we have the opportunity to become our true self beyond all of the distractions that we've been talking about today. Yeah, and I love that you pointed out that like the difference between it being a goal and almost like a lifestyle. Um, you're really living from the heart space in pursuit of the greatest good for all beings. And that includes yourself because as you said, we're all connected. Um, we're all one and anything you want for yourself out of pure love is what you want for everybody surrounding you, everybody in existence on this planet and beyond. Yes, and it reminds me of what you were sharing, I believe, yesterday about what you're on the pursuit of now and releasing like opinions, judgments mm -hmm. completely and totally to have um, just nothing but just presence in the moment. Yeah. So it's very timely. It's very divinely timed. Um, and I wanted to speak a little bit about the Galactic Federation that's on the Great Awakening map and how they're in service of the one infinite creator to support the spiritual development here on the earth. Um, I wanted to know if you're familiar with what the status of the contract with them is currently, because I do recall in the past that you've mentioned that it's expired. So I wanted to know if there's any like further insights on that. I don't remember talking about anything having expired, but I think I know what you're talking about. Um, the Galactic Federation is known by many names, but the most common name is the Galactic Federation of Light. And it's not always a, a singular group that people talk about. There are many groups that are a part of this Galactic Federation. And sometimes people are so attached to like a certain channeling from this group or this person or this being, but there are many beings that are involved with this with this um, agenda to help Earth from their higher dimensional realms. So some of them are 5D beings or 6D beings, but the whole point of the Federation is that they are, they are attached to Earth in a way where what happens to our spiritual evolution will affect them in the future. So they want to make sure that we have the quickest and most amazing spiritual awakening as an entire planet right now at this very moment. Um, it's a very critical time for our planet where we can either destroy ourselves or become an entirely new earth, a 5D civilization where it's like heaven on earth. And obviously that's where we're gonna be headed. And that's why you and I are talking about these topics because it's just so obvious to to me that we are moving into a new earth and there there are these miraculous angelic beings who are going to make sure that it happens um against all odds so that's my knowledge of like what the galactic federation is and what they will be doing and it's not something um that they will ever stop doing because the history of our planet is so miraculous. It's been said that we won't even we won't even know. Like if you saw a picture of what the new Earth looked like, we wouldn't even be able to comprehend it because it's just so beyond our three D understanding of like what it means to live as a as a being in a you know in a civilization with other beings. 
So the Galactic Federation, known by many names and known by many people as <laughs> having this and that, um, just be aware that, you know, the goal of it is is peace and love for all beings. It's cosmic peace. And try to stay out, stay out of all the, you know, the inner gossips about this group and that group because it's just, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, that really resonates because, and it's just, again, it's like you saying that made me realize within my own um, mind things that I've read about certain, like, different groups, like reptilians. And there's a few others that have, like, these reps to them, and it's really fear-promoting, I think. Um, so it's, again, it reminded me of certain instances of just people trying to continue to take people out of their own power. And it's like what you said, you focus on the goal of it, which is to promote peace and uplift humanity um, towards that 5D consciousness and beyond, that heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. You always have to know about the negative beings because mm -hmm. if you don't know who is controlling the strings on this planet in a negative way, you'll never understand or you'll never want to have a spiritual awakening for all beings. You just won't care. Because you don't know all of the darkness that's been going on that's keeping you from becoming your true self. Some people don't even know that there is a spiritual awakening. They're just going to be trapped in fear their whole life. And because of that, they're never going to learn about, you know, higher dimensional beings and things that can change their life in an instant. So learning about the darkness, the darkest aspects of our civilization, that's why on the Great Awakening map, you'll have the deepest, darkest secrets of our civilization on there so that people can say, hey, I don't want this. I want a better life for all beings. And then they pursue the path of awakening, not only for themselves, but for the entire cosmos. So that's the whole goal of showing the dark secrets of our world on the map, as well as the highest spiritual teachings, which I feel are always teachings that lead to the light body or to states of enlightenment and helping other beings such as you and I attain um, attain access to pure lands and higher dimensional realms uh, after death. Yes, may all beings be free. And I wanted to ask you, when somebody is looking at the Great Awakening map and coming across certain topics that are not easily Googleable, I guess, um, what advice can you give so that somebody can really research for themselves and uh, get to like the true dark secrets that are that are revealed on the map? Hmm, yes, I think I forgot to answer that question a few minutes back. But the best way is to use YouTube. Um, YouTube is much better than books. And you're going to find all of the best researchers who are into the topics that are presented in the Great Awakening map, for example. You're going to find these researchers all over YouTube. And you're going to find hours and hours of lectures of them just talking about metaphysical research, consciousness sciences, and then you know, you watch one person and then you're going to just find another person with a related topic. And it's just going to take you on a journey for years and years. And you're going to become a whole new person with this incredible, brilliant knowledge of consciousness. And it's going to lead you to find your unique spiritual path of awakening. 
um, just like it did for myself and I'm sure it did for for you girls. Yeah, and yeah, YouTube really is it because as I recall, like my spiritual journey when I began researching, um, I watched Spirit Science as a show, as a channel on YouTube that it was very soft in the introduction. Like it. Me broke- too. I watched every episode. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a great introduction, and it really opens the mind. Like it got me into like crystals and like astral traveling and all sorts of crazy things that I don't even remember like uh, anymore, like chakra balancing meditations, you know. Yeah, all of that. Yes. <laughs> It's empower it's empowering and impactful. It's so cool. The amount of access and information available on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Do you have any specific channels that you would recommend for someone who's looking to discover these um, findings on YouTube? Oh, it's been a long time. Um, a lot of the researchers that I used to watch, uh, they're found on this show called Gaia, G-A-I-A dot com. And Gaia has changed a lot over the past years. It, it's not what it used to be, but all of the best metaphysical researchers that I grew up with, they are found on Gaia.com. And you don't have to stay with Gaia once you get a subscription. You can watch all of the shows and uh, all of the researchers that you like, and then go find their work on YouTube or you know, on their own social media accounts. Because everybody's using Twitter and Instagram and whatever, uh, Facebook to present their, you know, to present their work. Um, so there's many ways for you to find the information that's on the Great Awakening map. Just YouTube the names with, instead of Googling it. And um, from those YouTube videos, you'll find links to, you know, similar videos. And then your journey is just going to go on and on for hours and years. And then that's how you develop your 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 spiritual overlook of the entire world. You're going to find topics that I didn't see, um, for example, and you're going to build a bigger picture view of, of reality um, than others. And that in, the, in that way, you begin sharing your knowledge through social media, such as myself. I just used Instagram to share everything that I thought was really cool. And it eventually led to 5D Awakening Consciousness and the Great Awakening Map. So never doubt your purpose here on this earth. Even if you don't think that you could ever teach anybody anything, never underestimate the power of posting a meme on your Instagram or something like that, because it's just going to lead you to more and more opportunities just coming at you from all directions. Yes, I love those words of encouragement. Because it's so true. And it's like you said, once you find one topic that might um, interest you, it's like a rabbit hole. You just jump down and you start being presented many other topics that will probably also interest you. And you just continue building upon your foundations and your learning. Um, and every all the information, I feel, always kind of comes to you when you need it. Yeah, and it really speaks to the power of just taking the first step and being guided after that. Mm-hmm. Just being taking, having the courage to just begin. If you look at the Great Awakening map, you'll realize that every topic on that map is connected to every other topic, because all of the information in our world is is controlled and censored. So, when you are given an artifact such as 
the Great Awakening map, for example, it's showing you things that have been deliberately hidden from you your entire life. And once you are aware of this, you have this sort of like healthy anger where you are just so angry at the people who are trying to not let you experience a life of perfect bliss. And you go on this spiritual quest to try to find out everything that you can to stop these people and become the person that you deserve to be. So I think all of the things in this world, such as like those topics on the map, these are things of our birthright. We deserve to know every single thing on the map and we deserve to practice all of the spiritual teachings that are able to make us our true highest potential in this lifetime, you know, with no distractions and no governments trying to keep us so drained of our energy and our life that we can't have the time to pursue the spiritual, you know, activities that we want to. So it's very important to overcome all of the darkness in this world through, you know, meditation and cultivating that love and peace for all beings, no matter what, because this is what they're most afraid of. And we have to always remember that this is our natural self. We're not meant to be in fear and suffering and unsatisfactoriness. We are meant to be satisfied, happy, and content at all times. And we can have that life. We just have to want it and go after it. Absolutely. And it's really breaking free because it reminds me um, recently, like Dandra and I had decided to quit our corporate jobs just to really fully break free of all um, suppressing energy that was limiting us from pursuing our true life purpose and desires. Because when you are in that rat race and you are um, associated with whatever it is that's taking you out of your power, it's really easy to just stay there because you're comfortable. But then when you break free and you start to see that there's so much more than we've ever been told in school or anywhere, um, it's so freeing because, like you said, seeing something like the Great Awakening map can be a shock factor because it's like, wow, everything I've been told has been a lie. But then when you start doing research and coming across these different topics, you're really opening so many layers of yourself um, and really freeing yourself. So as scary as it might seem at first or as triggering it can be at first, because I do know that some of the topics on the Great Awakening map can be very triggering for some. Ultimately, it's to aid you in freeing yourself and bringing you closer to the truth. Definitely. One of the most powerful things that the Tao Te Ching taught me, um, the art of being, it is that there's a time for corporate jobs and then there's a time not to be in a corporate job. So all the things that you did in your life, you've already done. And now you can move on to new opportunities and new miracles and new people and new environments. So quitting a job is one of the best ways to just put yourself out there to the universe and say, I trust you, universe. You know, I'm ready. Show me all the miracles that you've been saving for me. And then it will. 
And that's what I learned. Um, I had to put myself into new environments and new jobs and new situations. And that's when better things kept coming my way because I was saying no to the past and ready for a better future. And the universe is always ready to give you the highest timeline for your life because it already knows what your highest self wants. And your highest self will always want the highest good for your future. So that's what you are trying to find in a spiritual awakening is the best future that's already out there for you. You just have to be patient and trust that it is coming. Yes, champ, you have us so hyped over here. I just had to share. <laughs> We're here like frolicking in silence, listening to you. It's Are you like, girls in the same room right now? Yeah. <laughs> We're sitting right next to each other, but it speaks so much. Like, it's such an affirmation because it's so scary when you take that leap in faith. So it's it's just an affirmation <laughs> beyond because what you're saying yeah. is what we feel deep inside and what allowed us to say no more to the corporate world and no more to like the other bs that surrounds us you guys are so brave for for trusting the universe because the moment that you put yourself in a new situation and sometimes you don't have like a steady footing yet that's when the most unexpected amazing things occur you know like for example you could just have like money just come into your lap out of nowhere but if you were working at a corporate job you would never pay attention to something like that happening to you so being in a state of unsuredness with life is one of the best places to be yes because it's a space where miracles are possible because the uncertainty is so present. Mm -hmm. You're just so open that you have like this huge, I don't know how to explain it, like your arms are just open so everything can be received. Otherwise, you would just be so, you know, contracted in your cubicle at work. Yeah. <laughs> and you wouldn't be open for receiving. You would just be concerned about that moment of, you know, doing whatever you had to do for your, your boss. And yeah. that is just so draining, you know, when you are losing your life energy and your talent and your your magicalness, just throwing it away on some corporate agenda. It's just, oh, my God, I cannot do it. And I had to I had to leave certain startup projects because it was just so draining on like who I was and what I was doing with my life. It just felt like I was wasting myself. So. You know, that's when I d decided to just be a freelance graphic designer and that helped me be independent and it gave me all the time in the world to research all the crazy things you see on the map. And that's how I. That's just how I had my my journey. It was from. Saying no to the corporate jobs, being an independent designer, working only for myself and having that control. Um, having the freedom, having a job of, of a freedom was very important and allowed me to, it allowed me to have a spiritual journey. Otherwise, I'd be just, you know, stuck in the cage, the rat race. Yes, I'm so happy like to hear that that is how it went for you. You know, 
it's so beautiful when you can come across people who have said yes to the calling and who have said no to what they know they're not deserving of. And see. Oh, yeah, one of the things about spiritual awakening is that you start to uh, you start to not fear having no money because I think that is one of the things that keep people away from the spiritual world is that they want to keep making money because you know they don't see their life any other way. So once I stopped fearing money and and started trusting that the universe would always provide for me no matter what as long as I was as I was pursuing the thing that made me the most happy, my highest joy. I think that's very important is the fear of not having money is what brings you more money. Yes, <laughs> so important. I'm so glad that you pointed that out because we are more than what money is. You know, like we're more than the labels that we um, attain growing up. We're so much more than that. And when you realize that, you have such an easier time letting go of all of those false illusions that have basically created our reality for so long. And then you start becoming the master of your own reality, creating everything you desire down to the smallest detail of your life. Yes, it's so freeing. Mm -hmm. It really removes the shackles that has been placed upon us to believe that this is the way of life when it's so far from that. Yes. Worrying about money is one of the most draining things about being in samsara. And the spiritual journey will always help you get over that fear. And it will help you actually get more money or get more opportunities where you are happy and free and you always have everything provided for you, whether it be money or a house or food or just peace in general. You know, peace is more important than money because... You know, once you have peace, you don't need to worry about that type of that type of energy of lack because you're just always happy. So I think living with less expectations and living less, like minimalizing your life to like only the basic things makes you happier. Yes, speak those activations because <laughs> it is so freeing. And if I may ask, what is something that comes to mind for you that was a miracle that has presented itself to you that you're able to acknowledge as a miracle? When I was living in L.A., I was like so depressed and so worried about my future. Like I had no idea what would it, it would come to like. These were the times when I had like barely any money in my bank account or maybe it was like overdraft or something, you know, something like really depressing like that. And you're, you're just like worried about like, how am I going to pay rent or how am I going to pay this and that? And you're just your mind is just like so you just give up on life. You just don't want any, it anymore. So when I was in that state of mind, I was seeing people having their spiritual awakenings and how they changed their life and money started coming into their life abundance health all of these miracles they were traveling the world like i wanted that too you know obviously we all do so the miracle that happened is that once i started believing that it was possible then it's possible so that's the miracle it's just it's all mind everything in your life is because of your mind and once you begin to learn how to observe mind and how to meditate and how to even care about consciousness, um, 
then the miracles happen. And then you can have that dream life that's always better than your dream life of the past. Yes. And it's really like what you're mentioning is like the art of manifestation. The art of manifestation is about gratitude. Always be thankful for everything that you've already been given or else the universe is not going to send you something better. For example, even if you're broke right now, you have to pray and and show so much gratitude to the universe that you even have 25 cents in your pocket. And once you truly, truly like meditate and thank the universe that you have 25 cents in your pocket to your name, then the universe will actually send you more opportunities while more money will come your way. But if you constantly beg and are so sad that you have no money and you want more money, that's a very negative energy to be in. And the universe is just going to keep sending you that exact same energy that keeps you feeling that negative energy. So if you want to have a lot of money, you have to trick your mind to believe that you already have it. And you have to feel happy as if your bank account had like unlimited funds. And then when the universe sees your mind in that high vibration, it's going to match your future to that vibration. So if you are always happy, even though you don't have money, the universe is going to think that you already have millions and millions of dollars. And it's going to keep sending you events and opportunities and people will just start falling into your life that will present you these miraculous opportunities where you're just like, how is this happening to me? Like, why am I so lucky? And then you just take it one step at a time and you just keep going and going and going and you're going to find this miraculous life of infinite wonder that you could have never imagined. Even if you tried your hardest, you couldn't imagine the type of good life that you could have if you just keep on going and trusting. Yes, and it's like it's just a vibrational state of being. Um, It's far beyond the money. It's far beyond thinking that you're rich and then you are rich. You're rich and abundant in all aspects. Yes, and it's oh, go ahead. It's it's so simple to say, but most people don't do it. It's just always keep a positive mind no matter what, and never say anything negative about yourself. Never think negative thoughts about your yourself, your future, your money always think positive thoughts and those that high vibration will constantly attract more and more and more it's just going to keep exponentially increasing and if you are finding yourself in a place of your life where it's not going that great just look at your mind and your thoughts and realize it's all your thoughts just change it change your thoughts practice don't feel bad when you you know when you forget just try to stay positive do positive acts for yourself and for others because this good energy this good karma this good vibration is what attracts it keeps attracting vibration it's just a thing of the universe you know it's the law of attraction and once you care about this enough that you believe it and you say i want to have that life then it's going to happen but most people don't care they just don't believe it because they because their egos don't want to believe it and it's as simple as that yes thank you for sharing that for anybody who's listening like this is such great insight for myself it's it's so beautiful to hear it and be reminded of 
Yes, and having the reflection be mirrored back to us in such a profound, amplifying, activating way is priceless and beyond words. The best thing that psychedelics taught me was, it didn't just teach me, it showed me that life is just so precious. Everything about life is so precious. To even take one moment in a negative thought is to destroy such a beautiful thing so once I was shown like the fragility of like of life I just was like I'm never going to go back to those depressing days of my of my youth I'm going to do everything that I can to stay positive and never go back to you know the low vibration of being depressed and having lack and fear you know what I mean yeah, yeah because you've been like, shown what is possible so there's no way it's sort of it reminds me of like 5d consciousness and 3d consciousness when you've been when you've experienced like 4d or 5d consciousness it's very um hard to slip back into 3d because you know how much more there is for you mm-hmm. to exist in like there's so who would want to stay in a low vibrational state is like essentially the question. Yeah. And it's like, once you know, you can unknow. Mm-hmm. And to speak on the psychedelics, it speaks to the abundance that is here for us in support of us on this earth. And it's just speaks to what is the actual truth to even have accessibility to um, psychedelics like mushrooms speaks to the fact that this is what is meant to be Mm -hmm. taking place here to have these remembrance and have this connection to the oneness that is everything and everyone yeah Hmm. yeah just like i keep saying from the Tao Te Ching, it teaches us that you know there's a time in your life for being the 3d person and being lost and confused and then there's a time for being the 5d person where you're just positive and good things come your way, not only for yourself, but for all the people around you. So always trust the path, you know, no matter what state of your life that it's in, it's there for a reason. And it's either there to push you into a better place, which it always is, or it's trying to, you know, show you something that you're not. So just trust everything that's happening to you. Don't judge it. Don't feel that you have failed your entire life or whatever type of depressing thoughts keep occurring. Just observe. Observe and, you know, take action. But don't freak out (laughs) and think that it's over. Yeah, great, great advice. It's never (laughs) over if we're breathing and we're only being presented with something because the universe knows that we're able to overcome it. Mm -hmm. Just be fascinated with everything that that happens to your life that's bad. You know, like bad is is such a relative thing. You You always have to realize somebody is always having, somebody in the world is always having a worse day than you or a worse life than you. And your petty concerns of living in America are so small to other people in other parts of the world. And once you have that mindset, you're not going to care at all what happens to you during the day because you always know somebody else is having a much worse day. And it's going to make you really humble and just like, like, dude, it's cool. It's going to be cool, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The gratitude for what you're able to experience and whatever that looks like. 
um, independent of others' journey and experiences. It's just being grateful for you being alive in this moment, being able to experience whatever the universe is presenting in front of you. Mm -hmm. On the Great Awakening map, I wrote, gratitude is one of the highest vibrations in the universe. And, you know, it's like right up there with love and mm. with equanimity. So gratitude attracts. It's the law of attraction. Once what you're happy with is what the universe will keep sending to you. So, you know, the trick to having a lot of money, for example, because always people always want to manifest money. It's, it's something easy to practice with. You have to be grateful for all the money that you've ever had and that you've ever seen and touched in your life. Be grateful for that over and over and, and over again every day. Always feel grateful, no matter how much it is. That's when the universe will realize that you appreciate everything that it's done for you. And now it's going to be ready to give you more because it sees that what it gave you was good. Because otherwise it's going to think that it wasn't good and it's going to keep sending you, you know, the same thing over and over again until you break that that repetitive thought you know that thought process where you think you don't have enough and that's why you're, you keep seeing that occur in your life yes it just makes me want to go into meditation and levitate right now that's how i feel <laughs> <laughs> yes i want to practice levitating now that's going to be my goal <laughs> so the, we the meditation that i practice is called Dzogchen meditation it's it's spelled D-Z-O-G-C-H-E-N. And it's a practice of Vajrayana Buddhism. And many Dzogchen masters have attained things such as levitation. So it's not a fairy tale. It's actually something real that occurs when Dzogchen masters have a very high level of, uh, of attainment, of realization of the truth of reality. It's very fascinating. I love it so much. <laughs> like, it just makes me want to dive into everything and just really practice and dedicate my time to continuing to deepen my practice. Yes. It's a really That's exactly how I came into Buddhism. Um, it wasn't through the way that most people enter Buddhism. I entered it because I was fascinated with the rainbow body. And, you know, I had to go through... I had to go into Buddhism through the back door. I was a rainbow body researcher, and then I realized that the practice to attain this, called Dzogchen, you know, monks and yogis are practicing Dzogchen, who attain these states of light body. So that's what fascinated me, and I know that's what's going to fascinate many other people, um, because the people who are like into the type of metaphysical knowledge that we're into, um, they're going to be fascinated with buddhism because of the consciousness aspects of the, the meditation practices and the understanding of the mind and how these supernatural abilities develop so just talking about it on this podcast i hope that it will inspire other people to pursue the dharma practice meditation and all of the loving compassion wisdom practices available in the great dharma for the benefit of all beings Yes, and I love it because it shows that there's so many different avenues to enter whatever is meant for you. 
So like just trusting that calling, whatever grabs your attention, go for it and see where it leads you. Yes. And it speaks to that. There's like no structure. Mm -hmm. There's no said plan or steps to take to obtain what we're meant to is just beginning in whatever Mm -hmm. um, avenue is calling us first. Yeah. Your journey. Go ahead. I was just going to say your journey um, is unique to you. So whatever it is for you will unfold as, you know, the universe allows for. All of the supernatural abilities I was mentioning, you don't have to be a Buddhist to attain these abilities. These are naturally part of what it means to be a human. It's just that the enlightened Buddhas found the fastest path to attaining them. So that's one of the secrets of Buddhism that people don't realize is that all of these abilities are universal. It's just that it took somebody like Jesus or the Buddha or Krishna, to find the easy path of the teachings, the Dharma, that we can fully embody and practice. Because other things are just going to waste your time, and you may die before you even attain enlightenment. That's why it's so important to find a path of Dharma that you like and practice it all the way to fruition. Um, That's the only way you'll attain enlightenment and see the supernatural abilities that I've been talking about um tonight yes and what does dharma mean to you could you give us a definition dharma is the way of seeing the truth of reality and that truth of reality has to do with the impermanence of all things all things in our universe all phenomena are just illusions they're not real objects Nothing is actually solid and forever lasting. Everything will eventually disintegrate and dissolve. So all of the things that you see in your life, including your thoughts, they're all impermanent. There's no reason to grasp onto them. There's no need to wish that they would last forever because that is what creates suffering and sadness in our life is when these objects disappear. So to see the truth of reality is the practice of dharma. And once we see the truth of reality, we're not so attached to all the objects that come and go and the people who come and go from our life. And we attain a sense of bliss that's a natural beingness of who we truly are. Our true beingness is this constant state of bliss that's always been with us We just didn't know it because we've been so brainwashed and attached to ego our entire life. So Dharma teaches us how to be our true self that is pure and stainless since the beginning of time before all of the things stained our ego. Yes, I I love love it. it. So we have a few questions that we love to ask everyone who joins us. And one of them is, what does being feel and look like for you? Being is just being happy in this moment and never worrying about the future or dwelling in the past. Just being here now. Yes, very present in the moment. I love the clear and concise response. Yeah, because what you were just explaining about um, the Dharma and beingness, it's really like it brought 
um, the clear understanding or understanding of just experiencing the moment for what it is free of any attachments. And that essentially. That's exactly, mm-hmm. that's exactly what we, what we practice in Dzogchen is how to always be in a state of equanimity and anything that occurs within your mind, you are just an observer of it. You're not attached to good thoughts or bad thoughts. You're, you're just fascinated with everything. Mm-hmm. And this fascination is just a present moment bliss that's always there. Yes. And Champ, if there was one um, thing that you would be able to leave our audience, anybody listening can take this one thing away, what would it be? I would encourage everybody to find a practice of meditation that they enjoy and keep practicing every day, every moment because that's the best thing that will raise your consciousness and raise your vibration and attract all of the magic that you deserve in your life. Amen to that. Yes. Champ, we have loved this conversation so much. I hope to hang out with you one day in person and have you on the podcast again to share all the many other things that there is to discuss about life. Yes, it's been such a great conversation. My heart is so full. Thanks so much, girls, for having me on Flow Space. It's been one of the coolest podcasts because we talked about so many things that I never talked about on other, you know, on other shows about the Great Awakening Map. So I'm really happy you found me out somehow and we got to chat tonight. Thank you so much again. Thank you for joining us. I know the time difference. It's probably super late where you are, but thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks girls for having me. Of course. Many blessings to you champ. We'll talk sometime in the future. Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, Please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space, space to, to flow. Family. I think it was really cool how he spoke on so many aspects um, that relate directly to our life in this current moment. Like um, hearing the affirmation of the financial abundance that will come when you no longer have that attachment to money or that worry about money is so freeing. Yes, and the connection that money has in association to um the jobs that we have that aren't in alignment with our purpose or don't feel um supportive or empowering and the acknowledgement that once you do release that which is not serving you you receive more than what you could ever imagine and we can't even fathom what would be possible or be brought into our reality now having taken this leap and being in the unknown remaining in the unknown is a great place because that's where possibilities are are limitless yes and i feel that that's something that we have actually spoken about before like when you allow space for the universe to give you let's say you imagine getting a rock the universe will then reward you with the shiniest rock um and it's something that we've touched on so hearing somebody else reflect that right back to us it was such like heart opening 
I was beyond words with it. Like I was literally sitting here floating. Um, not because I doubted myself or like any of the decisions that we've made, but just because it's another sign that the universe is providing to confirm like, yes, you did make the right choice. Even though in my heart I felt it, as a human, you do want to receive affirmations and confirmation kind of to validate what you are experiencing and feeling internally. Yeah, that was really beautiful. And it was amazing how he shared that some of these topics that we spoke on isn't topics that he's um, discussed in the past. And it felt so like yeah, like um, on other shows. Yeah. And it, it really brought forward like such a humbling feeling and also such an affirmation of that we are where we're supposed to be within our journey. Um, because I feel like sometimes when we're talking, it's, it may seem so regular or so not... Um, grands in the capacity that it really is what um we're currently integrating and discussing in our everyday lives you know what i mean i do and i love that the fact that something that i shared with you that i've been practicing as of lately like i don't even know why i started but it was something that like kind of came over me that i was very aware like okay from this moment like this breath i'm taking i no longer want to have opinions or judgments i really want to practice that so that there's more space in my heart for love and less space in the mind for anything any sort of distraction or chatter so to hear that come up as well it was like wow this is very humbling it is very beautiful um because it just leads to more room for receiving and giving of the highest you know essence and order yeah it was just so beyond words and to have him reflecting back to us living the reality that we aspire to be living and where we're on our way to go is really so beautiful and him saying that in doing the actions that make us happy every day um all our needs and desires will be met essentially by just um doing what is true in our heart Mm -hmm. yeah because whatever you are deserving of which is you know it's your birthright for abundance we are on this human um, this exper- this human experience to learn, but also to receive and have fun. So it was so nice to hear certain things being brought up and kind of uh, reiterated from past episodes because the reminders are always needed. So it's like, yeah, it's okay to have fun. It's okay to struggle because from those struggles, you're going to learn so much. You're going to experience what you're meant to experience and that will aid you in your ascension. That will aid you in your awakening journey. Whether or not you're um, awareingly on an awakening journey, I feel more often than not you are aware when it is happening. But sometimes, you know, things can just kind of hit you from all different avenues and it's like you're being pushed into your awakening journey. So having the awareness that, okay, like this is what's happening. Let me surrender. Let me feel. Let me experience. And let me be. Just be in whatever that experience is. Um, it they were such powerful reminders yeah so beyond empowering the perspective of the struggles and the concerns that we experience are only here as gifts serving us to be reminded of what is our truth and it really just helps shift anything that can surface that can be perceived as unideal and really um reframe the mind and how we perceive those experiences so that we transmute that and just remain in a in a in a, in a space of neutrality mm-hmm. knowing that everything is perfect as it is and there's no need to have any judgments 
or any feelings towards um, the experiences that we're having because it is all for us yeah it's never to us you're never like i love that because it's really empowering the self taking one away from that victim mentality and you know the victim mentality is such a powerful mentality to have in the way that it disables you from being Mm -hmm. so gaining your power back saying no i'm not going to fall victim to this circumstance or this situation like i am the master creator of my reality i am who i want to be it's just everything that you need to feel within your heart space so that this universe provides you what you are deserving of plus tenfold so it really just all begins with i am